play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. This is episode 80. A zero. This is SSC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show reviewing, critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music. Chris, I think this is like episode 155. We've done 155 Feels like episodes it. approximately. <laughs> pretty. We almost have a year's good. worth of content. Look at us go. I know, right? Once we're at episode where we've done 365, it'll be like, dude, we have a year's worth of content. Somebody can listen to us every day. Every day. That's when we go into syndication. Yeah, right? And we make money then. Sure. Judge Judy. People are going to pay for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate everybody oh, no. who's listening out there for free. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. There's some people who have been wanting to monetize it, but I ain't going to fucking have it. Dustin, lots of new music coming out. Uh, here we are. Merry New Year. Happy New Year. That's what we say in America. Happy New Year. It is the 31st. We are on the last day of the year right now. We're going to post this on the 1st. Oh. So, Happy New so Year. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope that your 2019 is better than your 2018, no matter how good it was. New music coming out or it's come out it's this is the in-between stuff right the end of the year yep beginning of the year stuff not a lot terminal city rats with the self-titled ep on december 20th real big fish with life sucks let's dance december 21st symphony of distraction split with 69 infirmos on december 21st shut up kid with second hand that was a single on the 21st was cover uh, the Roof Rabbits with Creature Comforts on December 21st. Blank Screen with Nothing Rhymes with Orange, also on December 21st. Lion's Law with Dishonored EP came out on the 22nd. Bromir with the self-title on the 22nd. The Maraboots with uh, Dans La Nuit on December 22nd is re-release. Rebuilder uh, with the uh, DDT Punk single as a Suicide Machines cover on the 28th. They did that because they're playing with Suicide Machines, or they just did. Oh, okay. The Abductors, they have a split with Liberty and Justice. That came out... In December, like mid-December. Yeah. I don't, couldn't find an official date, but it's out. Doug and the Slugs, Power and Numbers, just another battle single, uh, was in December. It was a re-release from something they did in the early 80s. I can't find it officially, but it was supposed to be out in December. Coming out tomorrow is Oi, Listen to This, Volume 1, Give Depression the Boot. And uh, also coming up in 2019, starting our starting your list for the 2019 stuff, Dustin. Right. A ball of light with flux on January 10th. This means war with heartstrings on the 11th, and gutter life with even and death EP on the 11th. Let us know what we've missed. I'm sure there's something that's come out that we don't have. Yeah, it's really light. Or end of December, beginning of January, so far as far as my list compilation is going, so we're, I'm missing something. Just let let us know. Yeah, if you're putting out something new, if you're a band and putting out something new, let us know. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. Chris, at the, new. Time, at the same time, our definition of what we see as punk um, and what we try to tend towards and lean towards, sometimes we miss some things. I think. I agree. Things like that, right? Where we miss we miss a lot of the pop punk stuff that comes out. Your more emo side, post punk type stuff. I, I don't think that we really hit that as much on the show as as maybe some other review shows. Sure. 
uh, or other media outlets. From San Francisco, California, a song featuring Stacey D of Bad Cop, Bad Cop, who we love. Yep. Uh, this is Reunions with Head North. Coming out, well, it will be coming out on the 12th. No, it came no, out last year. This is a it's year, nearly a year this old, is a Chris. It's a year old song, right? That's, uh, but almost, that's what you picked. Almost a year old. Uh, yeah, came out on the 12th. Uh, the album is uh, Aching Wakes. I like when bands find a friend, you know what I mean, and add them in. Phone a friend. Yes, phone a friend. Uh, we, we had Wisdom and Chains on the show, and they did. They had Freddie, and they had Matt from from Noise on a couple different tracks. And, you know, and it's typically a small part. We, we heard the part with Stacy D on there, and it was a smaller part in the grand scheme of a three-minute yeah. song, but it's cool. It adds a different dynamic to it. I like it. Right, yeah, I mean... Absolutely, you got a friend. Use them, right? I agree. <laughs> if, I, if that's Especially, what I was doing, I would get and a, I mean, and, and a handful again, of them. Like we were, I was mentioning, you know, this being maybe not a type of music that you or I would listen to on our own. Neither of us is going to be looking for reunions. That's why but, we probably missed it. I didn't but know it was I out. Catch bad cop, bad cop, and I, uh, oh, okay, I like them. Right, I know them, so it kind of breathes into it, kind of reverse engineered it. There you go. All right, Chris, this is a new track that's coming out in January. Savage Beats Awesome. They have the LP Wired coming out. They're from Amsterdam. This is a track they've released for everybody to listen to. Let's take it further. Bridge solo, Chris. Yeah. 
good job. <laughs> Chris, I'm a huge fan of Savage Beat. I love everything they put out. Down the Drain is on my top ten list of singles that came out in 2018. I thought they came out in 2019. Well, they, they did the split with Concrete Elite. Oh, yeah. Savage, Savage right. Elite and Concrete Beat. That's right. Yeah, yeah. these guys are busy dudes. Huh. But that track, one of my favorites. Uh, you know, the, the way I, I figure a favorite to be is... If I listen to it and then want to hear it again and hear it again and, you know, so forth. And, and that was definitely on there. And these guys are punk rock and roll. They have that rock and roll, that, you know, like 50s rock and roll kind of sound. Right. But mixed in with fantastic OA punk sound, man. Maybe that's just what street punk is. Yeah, I, absolutely. Well, that was Savage Beat. I can't hear myself. In my headphones. Am I losing my mind? There's something wrong with my own voice. Hey, now I can hear me. Hey, Dustin. Go. We got I, that fixed for you, I've Chris. been, like, yelling at you. trying. To, I don't know what the hell is going on. What do we got now, Dustin? Some more new music, huh? New music. So all the bands I'm going to pick on today's episode are from Maryland. America. America, yes. They're from America. This band is The Stifled. They're from Baltimore, Maryland. They released this January 20th of this year, and it was a single. This track is called Bite. Discussing this while the song's playing, like what genre? I like it. Sometimes 
you know, I pick a lot of similar genres because there's a lot of things, you know, I like what I like. Right. But I like a lot of things. I like a variety, and I like this one. doesn't really fit into maybe a lot of the same style as what I picked predominantly, but the stifled out of Baltimore, Maryland, man, would bite. I go with some melodic hardcore sometimes. Let it go. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that's what they intended you to hear, man. Yeah, that was cool, man. Chris, what do we got next. We're gonna do some older, lesser known picks. You're up first, so why don't you yeah, tell us so, about it while I get it rolling? So, uh, kind of finishing up the season, we've uh, finished up all of our podcasts over the last couple of weeks with a Christmas song, a punk rock cover of a Christmas song. Uh, one of my very favorite. Christmas time songs is uh, Dropkick Murphy's song and uh, Seasons Upon Us. And then this is the B side to it. Oh, you gotta hit that 45. There it is. Dustin playing it, off the, to check. Uh, playing it off the vinyl here. All I want for Christmas is an AK 47. Straight off the vinyl. As you can tell, my knee hit the table right yeah. after Chris hit the 45. track i sing it to my wife and she says you're not getting a gun (laughs) so i'm not getting an ak-47 damn it it's cool seven inch the artwork on it's great uh, Seasons Upon Us is a wonderful song. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. I like it when the punks do covers, but I like it when uh, they come up with something original as well. And that's what the Season Upon Us is. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't expect you to be getting up already so soon. Yeah, and of course on vinyl, punk rock sounds wonderful. I think that it takes a little bit of an edge off it and softens it and makes it... Uh, resonate better on the old eardrums as well sure it's a great one i like it i'm glad you wrapped it up january 1st when everybody's hearing this uh we've officially wrapped up our christmas season with songs thank you there it is done chris i'm gonna play a couple older bands or lesser knowns uh this band good charlotte actually came out with a new album this year we didn't play anything off it are they older what the fuck dude how old are we (laughs) This is high school for us. 
for sure. This one's their second album, so this one came out uh, October 1st, 2002. But we haven't so played Good Charlotte this, on the we're show call yet. This lesser known then. Maybe. It's older. Not that much older. Anything over a year, because that uh, anything well, within a year is new, right? When I hear and so older, everything else I has to fall like into a different category. The 80s. I guess 90s the worst right? Well, that's when these guys came out. This I was think, early I 90s. I think of lesser known, I'm going B-sides. Or maybe something that wasn't a hit. Like this, right? This was a hit, for sure. This is the, the title track. No, this not title track. This was a hit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know this song. It's the Lifestyles the of the Rich and Famous. Yeah, it came out on the album The Young and the Hopeless. Again, 2002. These guys are from Waldorf, Maryland. So, again, I'm playing all bands from uh-huh. Maryland. Uh, they all now live in California, it appears. But they're from originally from Maryland. When they formed in 96, Chris, sophomore year there. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> but... Uh, this album was a major commercial success for them, going triple platinum in the U.S. And it spawned four singles. And three of them. See, this was a band just like uh, Green Day and them other ones that were the crossover for punk into the pop world, man. And Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, the Anthem, and Girls and Boys were those that crossed over from the modern rock radio to the pop radio channels. Is that good or bad? Hey, at least punk's getting heard more, you know what I mean? I don't play a lot of pop punk. But this is one, and I like Good Charlotte. I was a a big Good Charlotte fan on their first few albums. I saw them on a Warp Tour or a big-ass show or something like that. you had to have at least once, right? Yeah. But that was a lot of years ago. This is a cool song, though. Do you like this one? I, I like how they're talking about, you know, the, the rich and famous. It's a heavy distortion on the real guitar. Way to be. Like a grunge rock distortion right? on the guitar. Way to be pop band. <laughs> That's what we're talking about is going to robbing all the rich and the famous. Isn't that fantastic? It is. <laughs> all right. That's good, Charlotte. They did come out with a new album. I think it's called RX. They're on tour, or they're going out on tour soon with Sleeping with Sirens. If you're fans of those bands, go check them out. It's always great to go support the band's live shows. I do like them. Uh, next up, though, Chris, this is an older or lesser known so we'll go uh, we'll call it lesser known maybe this is the band called embattled embattled they're from maryland, maryland. this came out june 2nd of 2017 off the demo Do you know what maryland's named after what mary maryland all right because it was a catholic settlement okay that makes sense i didn't know that good job that's all i got for you by the way i'm, I'm <laughs> oh wait 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 my grandmother's parents migrated to, from Germany to Baltimore. All right. I don't know of any family I have out there. That's all I got. Good buddy of mine I play football with. He's from Maryland. He moved out here to go to University of Utah. This is Can't Feed Him. Can't Feed Him. Not after midnight. <laughs> they turn into gremlins. That's a great Christmas movie. Hey, 
Honestly, though, that is one of the best. That, Die Hard, and Home Alone. There you go. The pantheon of Christmas movies. I'll agree Fuck with you, you, Charlie Brown. I could give a shit. <laughs> and all 700 iterations of The Grinch. It had a pumpkin in it. Spike, right? With the fucking mohawk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the one kid. They did, had no speaking parts. Yeah. Fuck him. Takes fucking responsibility. Oh, shit. Take it. Instead of our responsibility. Keep your fucking legs together. Keep your goddamn dick in your pants. Yeah. Can't feed him, we don't need him. This is part of that what would Thanos do that you're behind, huh? Right? You got it. What would Thanos do? He snapped that fucking finger. That had some, All right. what it, like some Pantera-like sounds to I, it, man. I don't know and where to put that. I know, isn't it amazing? <laughs> Can you believe the tracks that I have picked? All from Maryland. Uh-huh. The Stifled, which was more like a melodic hardcore. You have, you have some pop punk. You've given us a and some Pantera-esque. <laughs> some Pantera. You've given us, it's, well, they're definitely a hardcore band, and you've given us a, a wide range of music from uh, Baltimore, to say the least, from right? Maryland, excuse me, to say the least. Yeah, most of them are from Maryland, and I'm sure some of these uh, other areas, like, I don't know where specifically Embattled's from, they're just from Maryland, that's all I could find is Maryland, but... You can't feed them, we don't need them. Right? Fuck! <laughs> Keep your legs together. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fucking take it easy, buddy. No, that was great. All right, Chris. We're going to get – we're kind of modifying this part of the show where in between the older, lesser known – Wait a minute. Don't we have – Great cover-to-cover album. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're going to play that, though. Oh, oh, okay. That's the band we're talking about. Well, yeah, but I'm sorry. I thought you were going to play the song. You you were introducing exactly what's going on right now. Exactly. And I tried to get ahead of you. I apologize for that. You're all right. You're all right. So we would normally talk about shows we've seen, uh, something like that, you know. And right. we, we sometimes we're in a live drought. stuff. Sometimes, right. yeah. So we're gonna modify that a little bit, and we're gonna start talking about bands, primarily ones that are gonna come through Utah. We're gonna talk about their tours, where you can find them, play some, play a little track from them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And Ball of Light reached out, uh, and I'm happy to play Ball of Light. Another, it's a hardcore band. They're coming here, Salt Lake, on January 22nd to the Underground. They're releasing, so Chris talked about at the top of the show under new releases, yeah. the, the album Flux, which is going to come out on January 10th, and we're going to play a track called Glow in the Dark. Yeah, man, you, you can see him in Vegas on the 16th of January. Can't beat that. Right? 17th, they're doing L.A. They're going, they, they're, they're kind of a unique thing. They're doing New Mexico. They're coming, like, from Ohio to Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada. And then back to California, they're like Riverside, Las Vegas, back to L.A. Right. And then heading up through Northern California, and then coming down through here from Boise. Um, and so it's kind of an interesting, they're going from here to Denver. So you want to get high in Denver, the 
because there's no other reason to visit Denver than to get high. <laughs> the 23rd of January, it's the day after they're at the... Oh, they're playing the underground, Dustin. Yeah, we've been to the underground. My God. Do they know what to expect? You, maybe you should let them know. Because the underground, there's not much there. It's a room. Yeah, it's about what you'd expect from the name it's a the underground. practice space. Yeah, it, it's what an it area is. filled with other practice spaces, sure. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and it itself is a practice space, a, a place to hang out. I would suggest selling merch outside. Like outside in the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not in that room because there's so little room in there to begin with. These guys are they're busy on this tour. Let's take a little listen to this track before it ends. love about hardcore music there's no need for stimulants right you don't need that you just listen to some hardcore music get some blood pumping feel that you want to go rip somebody's arms off and beat them with them <laughs> right <laughs> what do you think i think we're gonna be ripping out some arms at the underground in salt lake city right and coming to salt lake uh the hardcore shows here seem to be attended uh Fairly well. Tuesday. It's going to be on a Tuesday, Dustin, because God fucking forbid we get a concert on a weekend night. Right. Well, they, they saved that. Tuesday, so Portland, January 22nd, Salt Lake City. They're from Cincinnati, and they're going to start on January 10th, so Thursday, when the album drops. So they're doing an album release party at Junkers Tavern mm. in Cincinnati. Then they're going to go to Tulsa. They're not taking uh, many days off, man. They are just no, like back to back. They're going to go Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Santa Fe, Phoenix, then like you say, Riverside, Las Vegas, Los right. Angeles, Chico, uh, Portland. Then they're circling back around. They're going to get to us on the 22nd. Night before, they'll be in Boise. Night after on Wednesday, it'll be at the Mutiny Information Cafe. That's a weird name for a venue, man. But that's in Denver. Well, here's <laughs> here's the thing, though. They're, they're like, <laughs> look, look, look. Lounge, 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 cafe, the underground, cafe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I hope that they don't get used to eating. They are Because the starting, underground doesn't even have a fucking soda machine. They're starting their tour on the 10th, Thursday the 10th of January. And they're ending uh, back in Chicago, so they're kind of circling around, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, on Sunday the 27th, not one day off. They're performing every single day. On that tour. I don't know how you'd fucking do it. I know, right? They're going to hit Denver on the 23rd, so they're winding down as they, they get back to Chicago. So they'll hit Wichita on the 24th, Columbia, Missouri on the 25th, Bloomington, Illinois on the 26th, and then uh, Chicago, and then they 
head back home to Cincinnati, I'm going to guess. So somebody got a few weeks off of work, right? I <laughs> <laughs> got two weeks off of work to fucking be able to tour, right? It, that's how a lot of bands have to do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. is. It's something to keep in mind too. When you're one of these, when you're going to see these guys that, Hey, you know, these guys, they got normal jobs just like the rest of us. You know, the majority of the people we listen to do it's, it's, not easy to be able to kind of balance those two lives right well that's awesome they were able to do it i mean they got two and a half weeks and i don't blame them uh if it's me i'm going to try to book a show every single night too you you know you only live once you can rest when you're dead fuck so go check out ball of light look for that album flux it's coming out on the 10th and if you're anywhere near cincinnati you can go to that album release show at junkers tavern on the 10th chris let's get into some uh, great cover to cover albums. What did you pick this week? I went with uh, I went with Bad Religion album. A Bad Religion. Why did you pick Bad Religion? How could hell be worse? And why did you pick this Bad Religion album? I, I wanted to find one that was really good. Weren't you telling me? Because no offense, there's others go, go. in my opinion that are better yeah. than Bad Religion. But this, I think you were telling me, this it's, is possibly where skate punk this started. Is like, yeah. It's the invention of album, right? This right. Is, so I've been doing the skate punk albums, right, from the 90s and what have you. And, like, yeah, so just kind of doing some research and what have you. And it's the kind of the, the formation, if you will. All the other skate punk bands listened to this album and made their albums based off of it, right? Sure. That's the idea anyways. Um, so, yeah... How Can Hell Be Worse? Uh, what year was it? That this was released? Uh, Fuck, shit, I don't, I don't have know. it. It's 82, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say 82. I think it was 82. We've got three tracks. We're going to do track one. Excuse me, Latchkey Kids. So yeah, it's their full first full length. Uh, came out like you said, eighty two. Good job on that. I fucking couldn't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, beginning of eighty two, and we've talked about years in punk, right? So seventy seven and eighty two are the, right. some of those years. Eighty two, such a big one, I think for for a lot of for oi for skate, skate punk, punk for breaking off stuff, right? Right. Um, or at least around that time, yeah. I mean, we could easily say these guys were doing this stuff well, before. Well, you had the '70s, the the drawn out kind of rock and roll, as it were. Yeah. You had disco come about, uh, so you know your alternatives for people that don't want to listen to that, and that's how we are now. There's pop music, and so people that don't want to listen to pop music, you know, you come, you flock over to us. You, you so, come listen to the punk. You listen to oi, listen to that street yeah. punk, skate punk. And I mean, this thing's been hardcore so many times too. I mean, this thing was reissued, what, 88? It was reissued in uh, 04. Right? Right. Greg Gaffin on vocals, Brett Gerwitz on guitars, Jay Bentley on bass, uh, some different drummers, uh, Pete Feinstone, Jay Ziskrout, and then um, Greg Heston, excuse me, Hedson, 
did a, go, uh, a guitar solo on part three, which we're not going to play. Nonetheless. So yeah, kind of the birthplace of uh, skate punk here. And uh, it, it's interesting to kind of listen to. And, but, you know, these guys are innovators, you know. And, sure. and, and aside from, you know, you listen to a lot of their newer stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, it sounds a lot like, well, it's because they invented that sound, right? They're one of the, the forebearers, if you will, of that sound, I should say. Buck Armageddon, this is hell, it's track five, Dustin. Latchkey Kids is the first one we played. That's actually track two. I said it's track one. I fucked up. You will be playing track one next. That's going to be last, yes. You know what? I think this track, Buck Armageddon, this is hell, has a good sound. Oh, like, yeah. I like it. And uh, I think they could be playing this in live shows. You know, their album, I was just looking that up, their original album there... 14 tracks, just under 30 minutes long. 29 minutes, 54 seconds for 14 tracks. All right, and so last one is uh, We're Only Gonna Die, right? We're Only Gonna Die. Uh, It's track one, um, and it got covered a lot. Biohazard, you remember Biohazard? Yes. They covered it. Um... Evan Seinfeld, he was in the the super group. The super group? Yeah, with uh, uh, Skid Row singer, Sebastian Bach. Oh, yeah, Sebastian Bach. The son of the drummer from The Who, I believe, is where he's from. And uh, yeah. the mm, Cat Scratch Fever guy, Ted Nugent. Did you ever see this? No. There was a reality show on VH1. They brought five dudes together and created a supergroup, and Evan Seinfeld from Biohazard was one of them. Anyway, let's get on to this track. We're, we're only going to die. Sublime covered it, called it, We're Only Gonna Die for Our Arrogance. That's cool. Uh, Tripping Daisy Tripping Daisy covered it. I remember Tripping Daisy. And a 94 live album. Good song, man. It is. The minds weren't all the same. The carpenter wasn't in his gold. So he built his grandfather. Then he sort of heard his old guy. Then he died a confused man. He killed himself with his own eyes. I say numerous times on this show, I'm just not as big of a Bad Religion fan as a lot of people seem uh-huh. to be, you know. But those last two tracks, Fuck Armageddon, This Is Hell, and We're Only Gonna Die, definitely two of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 
easy to like those this album right, right for someone who's not a huge bad religion fan but is a big punk fan can go yeah this is great stuff man it is it's fucking great i do like i do like bad religion i think that i i lived in an area you know when you live in in california especially when you when your radio station is k-rock you know and you you, you get even k-rock up in the central valley right up in well those are area. also local bands as right it they're were. local guys for k-rock there's nobody out of utah so Right. So you just hear whoever they decide they're right, going to play. Right, right, exactly. Whereas, whereas, you know, K-Rock, and I mean, you know what, honestly, radio DJs in Utah, Utah could do it. It's it's what those guys are willing to do at K-Rock. They're willing to play, you know, the local bands, if you if you will, and that was Bad Religion's one of them, right? Right. Um, and you could do that in Utah. These These radio hosts could do this. They're just fucking cowards is why they don't. Uh, you know, straight up, they're fucking cowards. Agreed. <laughs> I I I grew up listening to L.A. radio stations being willing. You you would go down to L.A. The coolest part for me about visiting L.A. when I was a kid was fucking. You could play any any radio station. You find a hip hop radio station. They're playing fucking rap. That guys on the fucking that were slinging CDs on the corner, right? You know what I mean? They that's why people go to L.A. You know, I I don't think people quite understand. You know, oh fuck LA! Why would you go there and stuff like that? Because the media in LA does LA stuff, right? Right. If you're in LA, you're playing fucking a, a fucking show at some shitty concert hall somewhere. It could be anywhere. Uh, there's a chance fucking some guy sitting there from KTLA fucking channel five or whatever and and oh wow this is pretty cool i've got some friends who are in the radio biz hey you should check out this band i was listening to all this punk stuff that we do play i I, that's why i was so california centric especially at the beginning when we first started doing this show is because i was hearing the voodoo glow skulls on the radio right you weren't hearing that in in utah no why was i hearing the voodoo glow skulls because they're a fucking la band and the L.A. radio stations or have the fucking balls to play local bands. And and not just play them like they're just some local band, but fucking tout them, you know. And, and everybody knows, you know, the Kevin and Beans and, and, and these guys, that they, they really push these bands as well, right? They have their almost acoustic Christmas every year. And they right. fucking have punk bands and stuff like that. Do it. It's, it's awesome. That is so cool. It's, it, 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 I think that it really shows what is in that scene, you know, that's different from the rest. Well, the L.A. music scene for sure, even, you know, the glam rock and hair mm-hmm. metal bands, that's oh, where yeah. a lot of them went to get well, started, is to go play there. The fucking, you know, Death Row Records, I mean, for fuck's sake, you know, if you could challenge Suge Knight there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't get killed by him, he might sign you. But, yeah, it, it's the fact that you go to L.A. because that's where media is. That's where it lives. And you go there to get fucking heard. And, and... They promote you. And I was listening to, uh, what's his name? Fucking 50 Cents. I knew 50 Cents before he, I, I was hearing his fucking stuff way before it was popular. And and all these guys, because they, they go to L.A. to fucking get heard, to get famous. That's awesome. That's cool. Eminem didn't get famous in Detroit. Sorry, Detroit. <laughs> but they'll claim him now. Well, yeah. Right? Because everything there is underground, just like it is here. 
right? Motown used to be, hey, man, that was the epicenter, right? We, we played some a lot of vinyl from Motown last, last episode. So it's kind of interesting to see. Hey, what's up, man? Just saying hi to Dustin's son. <laughs> it's interesting to see kind of where things come from. I think that sure. that's what it matters to. You know, it speaks to where you're saying, hey, we're doing these bands from Maryland. You know, how much airplay are they getting in Baltimore? I don't know. Right. I, I don't live in Baltimore, but. Not here, for sure. But they aren't here. And fucking local guys aren't even getting play here. So We're going to get to another Baltimore slash Delaware band in just a second. Before, I'm going to finish what I was telling you about. That way uh, it's not inaccurate. Supergroup, that's what it was called. Show on VH1. <laughs> yes. Came out in 2006, Chris. <laughs> it was a reality show. Uh, they brought. Five guys together, well, six, counting the, the manager. He's an all-star manager, as it were. Uh, Doc McGee, known for working with Kiss and Bon Jovi and Motley Crue. So, uh, and then eventually worked with Hootie and the Blowfish, if anybody cares. That was Doc McGee. So All I ever need is you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's so bad. So they bring these guys together. and they, Who they brought together? Sebastian Bach, who, you know, solo career, but singer for Skid Row. Jason Bonham, so I had the wrong drummer. He's the son of the drummer of Led Zeppelin, not the Who. Okay, okay. Okay? So, uh, you know, and he's been uh, a drummer in his own rights as well, but that's he's also famous for being the son of the drummer from uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh Then you have Scott Ian. Remember Scott Ian? Yeah, with the beard, right? Yeah, Anthrax. Anthrax is right. Right, so everybody knows Scott Ian if you know Anthrax, and you have Ted Nugent on the other guitar, also can sing. Uh, he had his own band, and plus the Amboy Dukes, and I think he was in some other Damn Yankees or something like that. He might have been in there too. And then we were talking about Evan Seinfeld of Biohazard, so they had kind of glam rock bands, heavy metal bands, but then you have your uh, kind of hardcore slash heavy metal band in biohazard and you have the bass player evan seinfeld for that it's pretty cool so so what they end up doing did they, they got together it? and they wrote a song they performed because they put them up brought them all in las vegas i actually watched this back in 2006 and they essentially performed uh that they had a, a song i see their concert set list right here from from the empire ballroom march 5th 2006 right ace of spades motorhead that's the first song. Right. Free for All by Ted Nugent was the second one. TNT by ACDC was third. Out of the Tiles by Led Zeppelin fourth. Then Only from Anthrax. Take It Back from Damocracy. That's what they called the band. Damocracy. So they wrote one song. But oh, they're so only good together song. for 12 days. Punishment from Biohazard. Strangehold from Ted Nugent. Sin Stranglehold. Sin City from ACDC. Youth Gone Wild from Skid Row. Cat Scratch Fever. God, that song sucks so much ass. <laughs> that fucking song blows dick. Oh, my God. I fucking hate that song. There's so many fucking... Uh, and then finally, Whole Lot of Love from Led Zeppelin. Whole Lot of Love. Meow. Whole Lot of Love. Meow. Whole Lot of Love. Meow. God, fucking damn. No wonder this shit didn't go any further. Right. They only wrote one song. But, again, they were thrown together for 12 days. You know, uh-huh. maybe maybe a, a group of guys that have worked together, like how an actual many, band. If you how throw much them together. drugs? How many drugs were consumed in this fucking? Most week? of them were alcoholics, so they oh, showed a lot of raging. drinking, but they didn't show a lot of drug use because they don't do that on TV. These guys are raging alcoholic and druggies. 
Most of them. Most of them. I think uh, Sebastian Bach does more sure. drugs and fucking alcohol than any human on this planet. <laughs> yeah, fucking shit. All right, let's get back to some music. I'm going to play a band. Scott Ian and Evan Seinfeld, though, are legitimate, like, good Sure. I think musicians. Evan Seinfeld kind of went into filming porn movies and stuff like that, which there's nothing wrong with that. He I'm, just kinda I'm on your computer, so away. I might as well look into this. He branched Acting away from... career. Yes. He well, branched he's away from Oz, music. dude. Okay. Oh, wait, never mind. He's always oh, married to Tara Patrick. Yes. Oh, he's Spider Jones. Yep, yep. I'm seeing some of his work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This oh, band, The Incited, they're from Baltimore slash Maryland. They put out an album. They just put out an album this year, Dogface. I was really debating between Dogface and Call to Arms. And since Dogface is newer, I should have went with it. But I actually went with Call to Arms. Came out September 22nd, 2014. This track's called Tribute. It's track four on the album. This is this sounds more like what I would normally pick, right, Chris? All right, Chris, I know you're not really listening to The Incited right now. It's a great song. I've derailed Chris. All he's looking now is uh, the, the porn life of Evan Seinfeld. <laughs> and I didn't say poor, P-O-O-R. I said porn, P-O-R-N. Hey, that porn is a, life that, of Evan that Seinfeld. That is a group of broken people playing shit music. <laughs> All right, tribute, really cool song. The, the next track is called The Anthem of The Fucking Incited. Tribute to decent music, that's what it is. Right? Here we go. You like it? Good beginning right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good. Right? Group vocals. Stand together, you let it forever. Victory is ours. Stand together, 
song short song it's only a minute and a half long but like i say uh, any song that gets you singing with that song especially first or second time you hear it that's a good song the passion of life to its top chris likes these in our youths our hearts would touch i fucking hate intros i fucking hate intros this is a fantastic song though it's the last song hey what was that movie from the 80s for the kid it was like a horror movie and there was like this gate to hell opened in his fucking bedroom. Or in the backyard. Yeah, it was called The Gate or something like that. And uh, he was like listening to his satanic heavy metal music because, you know, all heavy metal was satanic in right, the 80s. Right. And it was like the intro, and he was reading it, and he was like, oh my god, this is really happening. And it fucking did. It was so shitty. You see that? You know what I'm talking about? I don't. We have got to start screening bad movies from the 80s. Okay. We'll add that to the list. Awesome song. Chris was showing me the the trailer to the gate. That looks terrible. Don't watch the gate. But go watch the gate. It's it but looks terrible. Like I said, it's the, the the intro. Like every time I hear an intro, I think of the gate because, like I said, he's sitting there listening to. Oh my god, this is. They're listening to heavy metal albums, and it's like you know, from the souls of the past come the reality of the future and tomorrow. Satan and all of his demons will commence upon thee. 
Yeah, it looks retarded. The Incited, that album called Arms, awesome, came out in 2014. Go Good Find, band. Dogface just came out, uh, I believe it was this year. Yeah. Cool band, The Incited again, Delaware, Maryland. Great band. I like The Incited. Chris, we have some guilty pleasures. Oh, my God. Did you just do a fucking Franken- or a vampire <laughs> voice? The ah, fuck? Ah, ah, oh, ah. shut up. You doing the count? You gonna start fucking counting stuff? Yes. One guilty pleasure, and the next one is sixteen stone. Ah, uh, ah, I get it. Ah. Counting it. <laughs> yeah, man, we're gonna go with Bush. This is your guilty pleasure. Off of the album Sixteen Stone, I've been doing grunge. Bush is kind of a after. Oh shit! Got up up a little bit, huh? Yeah, crank that up for that beginning. You like that? Uh, Bush is uh, yeah, Gavin Rossdale, right? And um, so this is kind of like a after the initial grunge guys, right? Yep. Um, should I fly to Los Angeles, Dustin? Yes, you should. I think Bush is like a different genre. He had grunge, which was Nirvana, Pearl Jam. It's four bands. Right. And then you had pop grunge. Oh, is that what you're going to put this as? Pop grunge? Yeah, it's more I think you're fucking pop. making something out. Yeah, I am, for sure. It would be post-grunge. Yeah, but it, I don't think post-grunge. Post-grunge, all that says is after grunge, right? Pop grunge actually says this is like grunge, but more of a pop sound to it. So post-grunge is a derivative of grunge and uh, hard rock, Bush, Candlebox, Collective Soul. Um, and then they call a lot of things post. Now hold on, but what's post? But then it became something different, and 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 those and that after that is your Nickelbacks, your Match Tops, Match Matchbox Twenties, your Creeds and Stained and your Foo Fighters. So this is what I'm saying is Dustin, and I, why I'm I'm being such an ardent prick about this is to me the grunge pop is after this. Does that make sense? This is yes. This is the bridge between grunge, those really what probably predominantly were four, maybe five bands in mainstream popularity, I should say. Um, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots. So those, those are your big four, yes? Okay? Correct. Everything that was influenced by them immediately after... Is this post grunge? That would be Bush. I don't like the word post when they say post grunge, post punk. Because post is after. That's all that really it is. means is after. But, but what it's saying is, is it's the it's the direct influence. The bands after Bush and the the, the Nickelbacks, those guys to me, that's I would call that pop grunge. I would call this transitional grunge. Okay, I go with transitional grunge. Post, I don't like the name Post. I, okay. It's not an accurate because description. Because you don't like Post, even though that's how everybody fucking defines stuff. No, because somebody defined it and everybody latched on. That's how our world works, Chris. Instead of thinking about think, think, think about the name, think that Post who, does not show you or give I, you a description of what this shit is. I would say then that uh, it would be a, um, a transition. I agree. Transitional grunge. I'm go. go I, I can go with that. 
Nickelback, Creed, pop See, grunge. These guys kind of have that wannabe grunge, but they want to appeal to a larger audience, like the pop group audience. You know what I mean? I understand mean? that. I understand what you're saying there. And the, I don't, uh, the, the radio. Candlebox, Candlebox I, I think Candlebox is more of a band who is more rock than grunge. Collective Soul Dude, they're is, fucking from Seattle. Candlebox? Yeah. Yeah, but I still think that they're... Sorry, I'm going to fucking... Rock-like. Yeah. And they just happen to be from Seattle. Come on, it's They make too music much. like... You remember the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, God, that movie's so bad. And you remember the very end of the movie, the band that he goes to do? You know, it's kind of a... Doesn't they he, grow their hair doesn't out. Doesn't he at the end, like, let music? the kid come up on stage and he just leaves? Yes. The same way he got on. Into that the fucking band. movie sucks so many fucking levels. I liked it. I figured. I'm a fan. I like Mark Wahlberg. I even listened to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I like Mark Wahlberg. Way back Wahlberg. In, like in junior high school. I, I will say, I do like Mark Wahlberg. I think that he's a very smart guy. He is. Um, but I thought that movie fucking blew goats. I liked it. Sky blows goats, I have proof. Well, speaking of that era of music, that's where my guilty pleasure that comes from Maryland is. Mm. You hear that? Oh, that's a that's a glam rock intro here. Oh shit. Oh no. This is off the album Blow My Fuse. What are you thinking of this? Do you even know this yet? You recognize this track, Chris? Oh. I know I play a lot of new wave and glam rock kind of shit. Maybe not as much glam rock recently, but just as glam rock, dude. I don't know. I was into the hair metal. My dad listened to some of that hair metal, man, when I was in in the eighties. This is so bad, Dustin. It's so good, Chris. I think this is one of those glam rock bands that just didn't get enough credit for being as good as they were. For just. This is a glam rock singer. You know why? Hear that. Right here, right here. You got a cigarette lighter? I need a cigarette lighter so I can fucking light it and wave it in the fucking crowd. Now people just use the the flashlight on their phone. Now they use their phones, those lazy fucks. (laughs) My sisters had to burn their Aquanet-soaked fucking thumbs on these fucking songs. That's back when they let you take a lighter into a venue. They probably don't let you do that anymore. That's (laughs) true. Back when I was a smoker, I used a Zippo. Oh, I bet you did, because I bet you thought it made you cooler. Made me cooler. (laughs) You fucking prick. (laughs) The way you just said that. Fuck you, Dustin. Fucking... (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you. God, this sucks so much ass. You like it. I hate this shit. I like this better than that bus track you picked. Oh, you're fucking crazy. This is why punk rock exists. <laughs> it exists 
because to, of that. To oppose this shit. That psychedelic rock and shit punk, like that. Yeah. This is just an evolution punk, of all that. Punk rock exists to oppose this bullshit. <laughs> this overly produced, mostly fake. These guys are from Hagerstown, Maryland. Their band is also known as, it was known as The Snooze from 77 to 79. The Generators in 1980. And then, before they were Kicks, they were also known as the Baltimore Cox. <laughs> You're like, if these guys were called the Baltimore Cox, I'd fucking like them then. I might like them a little bit better. <laughs> Alright, Chris. Let's wrap this shit up. Oh, they did the song. Listen to your body talk. Yeah. That song sucks. All right, everybody. Thank you for Fuck joining us guys. yet what do, again. Do you, have, do you have all the socials? Yeah, I have thing? some of them down there. Uh, Where are we at? I, I lost track. On Twitter, you can get at Dropkick Murphys. Chris is at SLC Punk Chris. That's me. And I'm at Another Punk SLC. On Instagram, again, at Dropkick Murphys, at SLC Punk Chris. And we are at SLC Punk Cast. And then on Facebook, you can find all these bands at Savage Beat Amsterdam. At The Stifled, at Dropkick Murphys, at Good Charlotte, at Embattled Oi. Embattled Oi, see, we're calling them a hardcore band, Chris. They're calling themselves an Oi band. At Ball of Light, at Bad Religion. The Incited are also there. Chris is at SLC Punk Chris. I'm at SLC Punk Cast. I lost my fucking sheet. Chris is. uh, There it is. Lost his shit. I lost that shit. I'm at SLC Punk Chris. Yes, Chris is at SLC Punk Chris, everybody. Make sure you follow him. He'll post some pictures of uh, himself in Rangers jerseys. Fuck yeah, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> that's all I got, Dusty. He got a haircut, too. He needs to trim up that beard. It's looking scraggly. Mm, fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm hiding a whole lot of... I did go and get a trim just the other day. I fucking posted that on social media as I well. I know, I saw that. So you're just being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Play the outro.